Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. And I'm Brandon Kylie. We're going out to the Brown and Crippen Celebrity Line to be joined by Mike Krupp, the former NHL forward. You can watch him on NHL Network's coverage of the 2023 Honda NHL All-Star Weekend live from South Florida beginning on Thursday. Mike, we appreciate the time as always, man. How you doing today? I'm well. How are you guys Uh, doing? All right. We could be better here in St. Louis, as you could probably imagine. Blues are riding a five game losing streak heading into this all star break. Uh, Mike, I'm going to open this up for you because you can take this wherever you'd like to. Whenever you look at the way that this blue season has gone up to this point, what's your biggest takeaway from the first, you know, 50 games or so of the season? Oh, man. Um, I think the biggest takeaway is probably what a lot of people are asking. Is this a team that is closer to the 2019 team or is this a team that is um, and should look quite a bit different in the years to come? Uh, It's kind of that pivotal point where this team's got to evaluate who they are and what they are because I I don't really know. I mean, there's some nights when you watch them and you could be like, all right, I can see it. And they they start to look like they're starting to look like themselves. And then, Um, I just don't know what they're – I think it's really important for NHL teams to have some sort of crutch to to lean on when times are tough. And that crutch is what you do and what you're good at. And kind of the common denominator by every player has to bring a certain element of their game, and and it makes this team um, almost predictable. Like I think the good teams in the NHL, they don't have to win every game, but you know that their game's going to look generally – somewhat the same from night to night, you know, and there's not much discrepancy from uh, winning and losing. And I feel like with the blues, there's a lot of discrepancy. Like it's either, it's either really good or it's really bad. Yeah. And that, that's a concern of mine. So I think that that's the biggest thing is just who is this team and really, how do you, how do you move forward leading up to this trade deadline? It's interesting you say that because we, we were talking about this earlier today and their losses. It, it's been the same story almost every time I went back through and looked at their last 20 losses this season. In those games, Mike, they've allowed 97 goals and it's it's only one where they allowed three or fewer in that game. So when they lose, they lose big and it's because they're giving up way too many opportunities. And when they win, they win like three nothing three to one. It's not hard to figure out, okay, what's the discrepancy here? It's, it's the opportunities that they're giving up to opposing teams. When you see that from a team, is there an easy fix for that? Because they've got their defensemen signed up long-term. You've got a lot of your best defensive forwards, specifically Ryan O'Reilly is a a pending UFA. Same thing for Ivan Barbashev. How do you fix something like this when it seems so systemic? 
Yeah, it's, I mean, it's tough. And, and when you're looking at already being in 50 games in the season, it's I don't know how much you can fix it because there's been enough of a road up to this point. Um, but you're right. I mean, this team should defend first, and this is kind of how they're built. And with the emergence the last couple seasons of Jordan Cairo um, and um, – and Robert Thomas, that doesn't, they're exciting. They can put the puck in the net. They can create a lot of offense, but that still should not change who you are as a team. And they have to defend first. And that's been a struggle of theirs. Um, so when you're yeah, looking at this group, and I think that's the biggest thing when you're looking at this roster too, there's a lot of players uh, contracts that are up after this year. So uh, you got the big, the big three, in my opinion, Tarasenko, O'Reilly and Barbashev that are pending UFAs. And if you look at that group, we know Ryan O'Reilly does not want to go anywhere. Uh, this this is a this is a time where I've said it since January first, since the Winter Classic. I was like, these next few weeks should be a telltale of what Doug Armstrong is going to do. Is he going to? And this is a guy, this is a GM there that I got a ton of respect for because he makes hard decisions. He makes uh, unpopular decisions at times, but he has a good pulse on what his team is. And if you, you know, rewind from what we've seen to today through January 1st, there hasn't been much reason to, to show that this, uh, you know, optimism for the playoffs this year. So I think that that writing's on the wall there, that you got to move these pieces and start kind of restructuring. So you got some nice pieces in place moving forward. Um, the Kyrou Thomas contracts kick in next, next season. So they're going to get a big bump in pay. I still like Braden Shen. I think he can do a lot of different things. He's signed long-term. Uh, the back end has a lot of years kind of in the bank right now. So it, it's not a full – I don't think this team has to rebuild, but I think they need a facelift for sure. Mike Rupp is our guest here on 101 ESPN. Again, you can watch him on NHL Network's coverage of the 2023 Honda NHL All-Star Weekend live from South Florida beginning on Thursday. You mentioned that they need a facelift, Mike, and we were just talking about this with the coaching side of things in our last segment. I, I think Craig Burby's a really good NHL coach. I would not even be considering moving on uh, now or after this season but it is something that has been brought up, especially as he and the team are searching for answers right now. Uh, Mike, when you've been on teams in your past and maybe there have been questions about the coaching side of things, what do you what do you look for from the outside looking in to determine whether or not that's something that would potentially be necessary? Yeah, I'm on the same page as you guys. I, I, I like the coaching staff there. I think that's a coaching staff that they clearly have one, and um, I don't think that's the, the problem. I, I think from the player standpoint, when I played, when you're going through these tough stretches, you know change is coming at some point. And I think sometimes as players, depending on what the outside noise is, sometimes as players, you, you're insulated to some degree because you're like, all right, well, you know, maybe this falls upon the coach or maybe this falls upon the general manager or maybe it's almost like you, you start creating excuses, right? And when those excuses are removed, you get a bump. Like that's why we see when coaching changes happen, every team gets a big bump. I mean, this season, all the coaching, the coaching carousel from the summer, all those teams had fantastic starts of the season because the players know that they're in the crosshairs now. Like <laughs> there's no one else to blame. Right. So I, I think that maybe, um, if if that's the situation, just an endorsement on the coaching staff, I think does something to players like, hey, 
this is our this this is our crew. Like this is our staff. We're moving forward with. We believe that this team can win with these coaches. And now it puts the players on, in the spotlight. Like, hey, we all have jobs to do. And I think that's something that St. Louis and you can probably go across the board this year. I find there there's an epidemic in the NHL as far as with game managers. And I feel like there is a lot of players on NHL rosters nowadays that just simply don't know what their role is for that team to win and any particular night. I think every player nowadays is like, I got to score a goal. Well, this team might not be designed for you to score a goal. You might have to do X, Y, and Z and then wait till you get that opportunity and and then put the puck in the net. Right. So that's the bigger thing is just knowing what your role is, providing that and making sure you're contributing. And and I think when you get those excuses out of the way, not thinking it's going to fall on someone else, when you think that, Hey, there's no line of defense in front of us. um, We got to take onus on, on us as players. That's when you get results. Mike Rupp is our guest here on 101 ESPN. And Mike, there was some news yesterday on, on the trade front with the Bo Horvat deal. I, I am curious from, from your perspective, you've got a, probably a better gl- uh, a read on this maybe than we do even locally because we've seen so much of Ryan O'Reilly. And so it's, it's hard not to overestimate sometimes what the value can be for a guy like that. But do you think that set the market at all for a potential Ryan O'Reilly deal if he ends up being traded? Is the Bo Horvat deal something that we can compare it to? Um, that's tough. Uh, you, you know, I think that the Bo Horvat one is, is really unique because he's been a very solid player in his career, but the year he's having, uh, right now is, it's incredible. And, um, you know, he's, he's up towards the, the, the leaders as far as, um, goal scored and, and the position he plays. Uh, I, I don't know that the package for a Ryan O'Reilly would be that because a lot of it is what you've done for me lately is, is how guys, I mean, that's why he got this pull. I mean, I don't think if, if Bull Horvat is having a good season, they don't get anywhere near this. Even if they have a deal in place to re-sign him, if the Islanders do, it's the fact that he's, he's on fire this year, right? And, and Ryan O'Reilly is not on fire this year. He's still a heck of a player. I think he's got a lot to give. Um, so I, I wouldn't necessarily think that it would be comparable to that, but it's still a big piece. I mean, there's pieces, uh, there's teams out there that are in dire need for Ryan O'Reilly, and, and we start we hear Colorado all the time being a, a team that's rumored out there. I mean, uh, with Bo Horvat off the market now uh, in the trade market, maybe that opens up more for, for Ryan O'Reilly, and, and, and it's a tough spot. I mean, when you're the captain of a team and you're a leader on a team and you want a Stanley Cup there, you don't want to go anywhere, but – this is kind of the business, and again, that goes back to Doug Armstrong. I think this guy's got the kahunas to, to make the tough moves, and I think that that's got to be the tough move. Is you're going to have to trade him and get some pieces. The other one that uh, Blues fans have their their eye on is Vladimir Tarasenko, of course. Do you have any teams? Because the Islanders had been one that we had been rumored around for for quite a while. I would imagine with the Bo Horvat deal, they they probably are no longer uh, going to be a team for him, but. Is there any team that immediately comes to mind for you that would be a good fit for Vladimir Tarasenko if and when he ends up getting dealt at the deadline? Yeah, I think the New York Rangers are, are one that I, I think that they're, they, they like the idea of, of Patrick Kane, but if that doesn't work out, I think that an, a second option, a good option, would be um, Vlad Tarasenko. Um, Carolina would be a good one. I mean, Carolina lost Max, Max Pacioretty for the year. That was their one of their big off-season acquisitions. 
Um, they're a team that needs more finishers, and we know Vladdy can can flip a game on its head real quick. Uh, those are kind of two that stand out to me. And then maybe in the Western Conference, I think there's going to be an arms race uh, as far as come trade deadline time between Dallas and Winnipeg. And any name that's out there, these two are going to be calling on. And these two are battling out for the top spot in that Central Division. And I don't see that changing. They're going to be fighting uh, in the standings, they're going to be fighting for players available. I think Vlad Tarasenko would look great in one of those jerseys as well. Final thing for Mike Rupp of NHL Network here on 101 ESPN. Uh, Mike, what's your favorite part of All-Star Weekend? Is there any one thing that immediately you're, you're looking forward to? Oh, man. Um, you know what? I, I think it's – I always get a kick out of and, and have a, a good time of seeing the young guys going for, like, their first All-Star game. Um, and <clears throat> I think that I, I always just sit there and think to myself, cause I wasn't that kind of player. I wasn't that caliber of a player, but think that these players that are first timers look around and these, the, the guys that are there, these are guys that they've watched as teenagers that they've idolized. And now they're one of them. And I love seeing them kind of steal the show. And we've seen Jack Hughes do that in the past. Uh, we've seen young players. I mean, look at even uh, Jordan Cairo mm-hmm. uh, and, and last year. I mean, th- those are cool moments because it's like you go from going there is, is observing and being like, wow, this is cool. Soak this in to like, no, man, you could be the headliner here. You're one of these superstars. And I love that because I think that can really do a lot for a player's confidence when he goes back to his NHL team. You can watch Mike Rupp on NHL Network's coverage of the 2023 Honda NHL All-Star Weekend live from South Florida beginning on Thursday. I would have to imagine that's going to be a fun uh, spot to be able to have the All-Star Weekend down in South Florida. Mike, we appreciate the time as always, man. Enjoy yourself, and we'll talk with you again soon. Awesome. Thanks, guys.